This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. Uh, game one, week seven, in the books. And as we've been talking about all week long, this is a brutal, painful bye week. No Bills, no Cowboys, no Jags, no Chargers, no Vikings, no Steelers. Holy crap, Brandon. So we got to dig deep here. Give me your boldest prediction for the remaining slate of week seven games. What you got for me, hombre? Oh, rah, 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 Ramon. Rah, 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 Ramon. <laughs> wow. Ramon okay. Stevenson, oh, baby. No, no bad romance with him this week. I see what uh, you did there. See what I did there? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's my boldest prediction. He, I'm, you know, if I want to go bold, I would say two touchdowns, but I'm, you know, I'm slapping down. Uh, I love, like, I think it's like plus 150 on a touchdown this week, uh, his anytime touchdown prop. I like him for double digit fantasy points, some way, shape, or form. I think he's going to get a touchdown. Uh, I, I think he's going to probably cobble together 40 total yards plus. Um, he is kind of getting the catches now in the weird sort of James Whitish, LeGarrette Blunt kind of hybrid role. So, uh, that's my bold prediction. 10-plus fantasy points from Ramondre Stevenson. I love that one. He made my fantasy flames list this week. Uh, and I, I thought you were going to go like Gaga is going to suit up and start catching passes for somebody. <laughs> well, I'm Gaga for Ramondre Stevenson. Well, she could maybe play wide receiver for the Giants right now because they got nobody. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, very, very valid there. Uh, give me Sony Michelle to stick with the running back theme. I think he gets double digits as well in fantasy points. Uh, cleaning up in garbage time and coming out smelling like a rose. It's the Hello Kitties. Detroit, who've given up the most fantasy points of position, 4.58 yards per carry, 114.5 rush yards per game, 12 combined touchdowns. Uh, I got him penciled in for around 50, 55 total yards and a TD. I could see that happening. And Alan Lazard, if you're in dire straits, money for nothing, and uh, maybe some fantasy points for free here from the Green Bay Packers wide receiver, I think he goes north of 50 and catches a touchdown, which would be in back-to-back weeks. He's got the mother of all matchups facing the Washington fighting footballs uh, who have been punctured through the air, uh, giving up the most fantasy points, the wide receiver position, along with the most receptions, yards, and touchdowns as well. And he gets a whole lot of Kendall Fuller, more than likely in coverage. He's given up a 66.7 catch rate this season. So put Urjavos on the line there with some bold takes to get you again through the bye week blues. With that, let's get to it here on this Friday edition of the pod with another Fantasy Five. <laughs> Number five. All right, here's what we always do at the end of the week. It's a three-pack of picks. Uh, So you got three players to choose from, Brandon, and we're going to go position by position, and simply all I want is who is going to have the better fantasy day out of the trio. Here are your options at quarterback. Oh, your guy, Tua Tagovailoa, going up against the ATL. Matt Ryan, same game, different name there against Miami. Or Joe Burrow on the road at a critical, massive matchup. Yeah, for the Bengals against the Baltimore Ravens in division. So who out of that group you think is going to put up the most crooked numbers? Well, well done, my friend. You did my 9, 10, and 11 ranked quarterbacks this <laughs> yeah. week in order. And uh, the order changed recently. Oh. Within uh, oh. within about 15 minutes of this show, I, I flip-flopped 
Uh, so my new number one in this group is Matt Ryan, who has mm. 10 touchdowns in his last four games. He's completing a career high 69%. They unlocked Kyle Pitts. They have a weapon in Cordell Patterson. The defenses aren't really sure how to defend. And we get Calvin Ridley back in this game against the Miami defense has been very generous to opposing quarterbacks. So Matt Ryan is now my leader of this triumvirate. All right, so for me, I'm still going Joe Burrow. Uh, I think Joe Cool uh, is going to be offensive in terms of what he brings to the table. And I mean, look at the Ravens. Uh, the 11 fewest fantasy points, a lot of the quarterback position. But yeah, Carson Wentz went over 400 yards, had a couple of touchdowns against him. Derek Carr did ex- exactly the same thing. Patrick Mahomes, though he is Patrick Mahomes, had three TDs along with 343. Here's the thing with Burrow. He gets a multi-TD performance every week. You know, yeah. he's gone two, two, three, two, two, three. King of consistency there. This game's got some of that pew, 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 shootout appeal. I think it's north of 270 with a minimum of two passing touchdowns. So a very safe floor. And strangely, and I can't believe he's doing this, he's starting to run a little bit. You yeah. know, he had 11 rush yards against Green Bay, 20 against Detroit. Just, you know, slide Joe. Slide, just like what Aaron Rodgers whispered into your ear, along with his digits and probably some Jeopardy clues. Uh, as well, but yeah, Burrow is the man here, so he takes the cake for me out of this group. Number four. All right, marching on. Let's go to a different position here, running back, and again, look, it is slim pickings out there, Uh, and this is one example of this, because all these guys are kind of toe the line to the RB2 ranks in 12-team leagues. Here are your choices. Khalil Herbert at Tampa with Damian Williams, who, by the way, is unvaccinated, Brandon, I have learned. Uh, and oh. is not eligible to come off the COVID list as a result until Saturday, which is strange because remember he opted out last year yes. over fears of COVID. It's bizarre, that, really bizarre, bizarre to me. But anyway, uh, you there know, is a way to you know kind of lessen your fear of COVID. Oh, getting vaccinated, but you know whatever to well, each their own. Well, yeah, you know what? Him and Kyrie can <laughs> kumbaya together. How about that? Uh, Alex Collins against the Saints or JD McKissick against Green Bay. Now Collins. Uh, we're waiting for practice reports uh, at tape time here on this Friday. We'll see if he's able to go with that hip slash glute issue, but this is assuming that he does play. So Herbert against the Bucks, Collins against the Saints on Monday, or J.D. McKissick on the road at Lambeau. Yeah, I'm going to go McKissick against yep. uh, against Green Bay. I just don't trust that Antonio Gibson's going to come in and feel – Footloose and fancy free with that shin. I think that's an issue that is not going away and it's going to be exacerbated. And, you know, we saw him go in and out last week, and I think that's going to be the case again. We saw J.D. McKissick step up with 16 touches. The beauty was the eight catches. And I don't know if the narrative is going to change on the road at Green Bay. They're a touchdown underdog. I think they're going to be chasing on scoreboard. And I think we're going to see six to eight catches from McKissick once again. So those those add up nicely in half PPR and full PPR leagues, and I think that's going to be the difference maker with McKissick. Yeah, and you look at what the Packers have allowed through the air to opposing running backs. They're giving up 5.7 receptions per contest. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I, I think McKissick, as a re- I think the floor for him is four receptions. Yeah. And as you mentioned, the increased role on the ground, Antonio Gibson not quite 100%. They're giving up over four yards per carry to opposing plowshares. Uh, you know, up front. So, yeah, man, I think he's going to do exactly what he did last week, which was like a 12, 13 fantasy point performance. And it doesn't matter if he gets in the end zone. And that, of course, is speaking to the PPR audiences out there. Because if you're in a standard league, McKissick's just ho-hum, unless he crosses a chalk. And evolve! Evolve, you creatures! If you're still playing in a standard league, (laughs) for the love of the fantasy gods. But it is McKissick for all the monies this week for Fun Buns and I. 
number three. All right, next up, let's do wide receiver. Allen Robinson, free Allen Robinson. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's the truth. In Tampa, Mecole Hardman. Uh oh, Mecole Hardman in a game with a total of 58 against the Titans or Henry Ruggs. Is he going to be cutting it up at home and inside the Darth Vader Dome against Philadelphia? Who you got out of that group? Oh, yes, he is going to be cutting it up. I am going with Henry Ruggs. Now, the Philadelphia defense, they've been pretty good in pass defense. But you know what? Henry Ruggs faced some pretty good pass defenses along the way as well. And he has at least a 23-yard catch against every opponent this season. He has nine catches of 20-plus yards. Now, let me just read a quick list of the other receivers in the league with at least nine catches of 20-plus yards. Jamar Chase, Mike Evans, CeeDee Lamb, DJ Moore, Marquise Brown, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Adams. Wow. It's not a fluke. It's not a fluke. That's wow. a pretty high high quality company. And I think that's what we need to kind of understand about Henry Ruggs is we need to start adjusting our levels of him, start looking at him as a true wide receiver too, because that's what he's been for the past five weeks. You throw out week one, he's a he's wide receiver twenty overall. Yeah, it's a slight edge to Ruggs for me. And Al Robinson's last on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Mecole at number two, and it's close between Mecole because I think Hardman could have one of those explosive games. He's due for one, one of those massive ones, and then disappear again. You know, yeah. this could be like a four or five catch, 95 yard, one long touchdown kind of effort. Uh, I, I truly see that. I just want any piece I can in this game with a total of 58. My God, just take the over on everything. <laughs> over, over, and over again. But you're right on rugs, man. It's at least three deep shots every week with yep. him. And yeah. Derek, you know, Derek Carr is going to uncork. Ruggs just gets underneath one, and it's a long TD or at least like a three or four fantasy point play. So I'm with you. It is Henry Ruggs uh, for me, Henry Ruggs for Funston. Kumbaya yet again. Number two. All right, how about another thrice of wide receivers here? Your options this time around, my man. Devontae Parker looking like he's going to be back, trending in the right direction with that hamstring injury after missing a couple of games. He draws Atlanta. Robbie Anderson, who's still seeing a ton of targets, not doing a whole lot with it. Uh, he gets the New York Giants or Tyler Boyd working out of the slot. Bit of a roller coaster ride for him in Baltimore. What do you say? Uh, it is Devontae Parker for yep. me. Uh, yeah. His his one uh, matchup this year with Tua, he had four catches for 81 yards. The last time we saw him was week four. He had four catches for 77 yards and a touchdown. His targets have been seven, nine, seven, nine. So you're getting eight targets per game, which is plenty, especially against the Atlanta Falcons. Give it the 12th most fantasy points to the wide receiver position. I like Parker uh, in his first game back in a couple weeks. Yeah. And he's got a high a dot, right? So he's a guy that's still, you know, a premier field stretcher uh, in this league. Uh, You know, he's only got an 88.3 quarterback rating when targeted. So, you know, it's not ideal, uh, but a guy that, you know, can get some of those chunk gains because of his air yard share, which he is wide receiver 12 at 38.7%. So, and I do like the matchup. I'm with you there against this uh, overly generous secondary of Atlanta has been the story for them all season long. So, yeah, trust Parker, uh, especially a wide receiver three in this buy heavy week. Number one. All right, my man, let's work in uh, the last grouping here, and we're going to go back to running back. Here are your options, and they're all pretty good. Uh, Eli Mitchell under the primetime lights for San Francisco, drawing the Indianapolis Colts. Miles Sanders, who uh, the coaching staff said we got to get the ball more to. He has not yet found the end zone, but does that change this week in Vegas? Or James Conner with uh, a matchup against Houston in which the Texans walk off the bus 
and they're already down technically 18 to nothing, according to the odds makers. So yeah. uh, positive game script. Yeah, I could start like five minutes in for Connor. So uh, what do you make of that group? Who is the highest in terms of fantasy potential here in week seven? Well, the guy that I think has the highest potential is Elijah Mitchell, uh, because I think he mm. has the highest upside for volume. In week one, as a starter, he had 19 carries. Um, he hasn't been healthy since week one. He had 17 carries in week two, and then he's kind of been out and had just a, a you know a quick uh, nine carries for 43 yards in week five. But he's coming off the bye. He's healthy. Jimmy Garoppolo's back at quarterback. They don't like Trey Sermon, and they especially don't like Trey Sermon in a standard kind of with a quarterback behind center in Garoppolo. I think they like him a little bit more kind of with the Trey Lance out of the shotgun formation because that's kind of more in line with what he did at Ohio State. But they just have a whole lot of trust in Elijah Mitchell. I think Jeff Wilson will get into the mix in that backfield eventually. But right now, I expect this to be the Elijah Mitchell show for the most part. And it's against the Colts, I mean, it's a, it's a good defense, but they give him four yards of carry. I think with San Francisco coming off a week of rest, they can run against the Colts. And I just think that Mitchell has a good chance to get 20-plus touches in this game. Yeah, look, I don't hate Mitchell. All right, so just take whatever I say here with that in mind. I just love James Conner this week because yeah. I think he's uh, his floor is so extraordinarily high. I got him at RB12 right now. I think I have Mitchell like 14 or 15. Uh, and Miles Sanders, I've moved up to 16 now. But – uh, you know, again, I think Sanders is going to splash six for the first time this season. McConnor could have a multi-TD game, Brandon. Uh, he's yeah. number nine in total red zone attempts with 18. Uh, he is number seven in total runs inside the five with seven. Uh, he's got five TDs in his last four games. that he didn't score the last time out, but he had a hefty workload. You know, I think this is going to be 15 to 17 carries in this contest. And it's the Texans again. We're going to be playing from behind here. And the Texans, even in competitive games, they just give up. Too many easy yards up front on the ground. 5.18 yards per carry. Seven combined scores surrendered to the running back position. So for me, it's the Terminator. James you know, Conner. You can get plus 600 for two touchdowns on James Conner. I know. That's, that's tempting because I think he is. I agree. He has a really good chance at two. I, I locked it in on an anytime touchdown on FanDuel at plus 130. I could not believe like, I rub my eyes. I'm like, uh, is the tequilas? Wow. Is, you know, is it blurry? I'm looking at it right now. It's down to plus 115. So you've, you've, it's still you plus are, odds. It's still plus odds. It's yeah. still crazy to me that you get a plus yeah. odds. Again, they are 18 point favorites, Arizona. <laughs> James Conner is running the football. Chase Edmonds doesn't touch the rock inside the 20 yard line. Now, Kyler Murray, he's got a shoulder. He's got a sore shoulder. They have all the reasons oh, in the world God. to rest. Just him this feed week. him. Feed James yeah. Conner, and I did see a prop on him. I think it was over or under 13 and a half rush attempts. Oh, oh, oh daddy won. <laughs> daddy need. Daddy gotta have it. Oh, God, yeah. All about the James Conner. But, again, I don't hate Eli Mitchell, and I hope you're 100% right because I have him as my RB2 this week. I have him paired with Derrick Henry. Uh, before we get out of here, Brandon, I am curious to get your take on Derrick Henry, whose rush yards prop has dropped – Okay, it opened at 128.5, which I've never seen that high ever in the history of player props for running back. It's now been shaved off by five. It's at 123.5. Uh, how strong or, or how large are your huevos, my friend? Would you take the over against Kansas City? Can he get to like 124, 125? 
Well, he absolutely can. I, in, you need another spirited effort like they did against Buffalo. The whole thing with him last week was just keeping that game close. You never know with Kansas City. And this Tennessee defense, as well as they played last week, they're, they're a defense that's had their issues this year. So I, I just I wouldn't bet it because I think that, you know, Kansas City could come out and, and, you know, put up two touchdowns right away and Tennessee's chasing all game long. You just don't know. Um that's why I'm going AJ Brown as my big, you know, oh, the guy I'm going to go after. He can't I think stop he, pooping. I know he can't, but he's going to poop on that secondary <laughs> of Kansas City too. I think he's going 100 yards and a touchdown at least, and I would be inclined to take like a, you know, a longest catch over as well. So I'm in on AJ Brown. I definitely think Derrick Henry, you know, could keep it rolling as well, but it'll take a defensive stepping up again for the Titans. Uh, last thing I'll, I'll throw out there, and I don't know if you got anything else, but I'm getting questions about Cordero Patterson. For the love of God, people, there's six <laughs> teams on by. Cordero Patterson is must-start material this week against Miami, and I will go out there and on record say he has a pair of 60s or higher on the ground and through the air against the Dolphins because he played 60% of the team snaps uh, against the Jets in that London game a couple of weeks ago, fresh off the bye. I think he's going to have a similar utilization this time around, and we know how friendly Miami has been up front. Even, even if they get Byron Jones and Xavier Howard back in that defensive backfield, that's even great news for Patterson because they're going to chew him up underneath, and that's his I, M.O. He's been a must-start material since week three. I oh, mean, we, that crazy. was all, you know, was what we said. It's like, you know, you go three weeks of popping week in and week out, you know, we're in. You got, you know, it's, it's the rule of three, as you say. Yeah. Three weeks of being this kind of a guy, and it's only just been trending up the whole season long. So, uh, yeah, he's been must-start must material for a few weeks now. Yeah, popping and locked into your lineup. That's exactly what he needs to be. Uh, any other bold predictions, anything else that you're looking at that you want to throw out there before we call this a show? Nah, I, I, you know, the A.J. Brown was the one I was going to throw out, but uh, you got me, you, you pulled me in with the Derrick Henry talk, so go ahead if you got something else. No, that's it. I just need A.J. Brown to freaking hydrate. <laughs> I think he's good. Do you think he's going to be light on his feet, Brandon? I think so. He probably's yeah, lost 10 pounds. just don't hydrate on, like, uncooked chicken juice or something, you know? Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I saw Hayden Wink say, uh, A.J. Brown questionable, and in parentheses, he put Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Chipotle. They I love Chipotle. That. I do, too. I do I'm too. a fan. Uh, with that, I'm going to go get myself a burrito bowl because I'm hungry. And we out here on the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Uh, please follow Funson on Twitter at Brandon Funson. Check me out there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, best of luck here in Week 7. Adios, amigos!